BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Hop slow, hands off to Yo. Yo back and score. Another round one opportunity. Yoli Childs. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. BYU basketball fans, welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Today, the BYU Cougars back at the Marriott Center, wrapping up a three-game week, game three, against the Alabama A&M Bulldogs. And boy, today is an absolutely busy day with a basketball-football doubleheader here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The BYU football team playing its final home game of the season against New Mexico State tonight at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. A win gives BYU six victories and makes them bowl eligible. Kickoff is set for around 8.20 Mountain Time. You will hear it live right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And just as a heads-up, Cougar Pregame Live, the football edition, will begin immediately following our basketball postgame tonight. So much so, so busy that I'm actually doing all of the pre-half and post for uh, today's BYU basketball game. I'm actually doing it from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I'm staring out on the field as we speak. It is a cold, uh, cloudy, wet day. It's a good thing it's warm and toasty inside the Marriott Center. All right, back to hoops. The Cougars improved to 3-1 and one with Thursday night's win over Oral Roberts. Yoli Childs led the team with 24 points and 14 rebounds. In the process, he joined the 1,000-point club at BYU. Congratulations to Yoli Childs. Josh Shear Hardnett played a nice game, dropping 16 points. Connor Harding once again with an impressive performance. He finished the night with 10. Now, Alabama A&M, tonight's opponent, 0-3 coming into today's matchup. The Bulldogs are from Huntsville, Alabama. They play in the SWAC, the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Now, why is Alabama A&M 0-3? Well, let's dive into the numbers here. They're averaging 59 points per game. They don't score a lot, under 60. They're giving up 85. That is a problem. When you are minus 26 in the scoring margin, you are going to lose a lot of games. BYU uh, should be able to improve to 3-0 in all three games this week. All right, today's player interview is with sophomore guard Ryland Bergerson. In his second season in Provo, Ryland is averaging about eight minutes and scoring close to four points a game. What's really impressive, though, is that he has been really efficient in his limited minutes. He's shooting 50% from the field, 40% from three. I talked with Ryland after practice yesterday. Here's our conversation. Rylan, how's your sophomore season going so far? Uh, it's going well. It's going well. I'm enjoying it, and I'm just excited to get the season going. It's It's been a while from the summer and getting practices going, and now it's going, and we're in it. we got three games this week, so it's, it's getting exciting. Everybody I've talked to about the three games this week, they said, in fact, Kobe Lee told me it was like a baller's paradise to be able to have three games, less practice, less lifting. It's all about the games, right? Yeah, for sure. It's nice to have those three games. It's It's a little bit less of everything else and a little bit more playing, so everyone loves it. How do you think you're doing so far? One of the things I noticed, you're averaging about eight minutes, but you've been really efficient with your time on the floor. How would you assess your play to this point? Um, I think I'm doing decent. I think uh, last game I kind of played well in the minutes I got, so that felt good to kind of get out there. But I think things I need to improve on is getting more rebounds. I think I need to need to crash the glass more more aggressively and, and do get more plays defensively too, and I think that can help help out and help the team more. I remember towards the end of last year, Coach Rose was talking about how impressed he was with the progress you had made towards the end of last year and how he was really excited about this season coming up for you. 
What else did the coaches talk to you about in the offseason in preparation for coming into this year? I think it's just getting comfortable. I think they want me to have confidence and want me to be comfortable when I'm out on the floor. They know I can make plays and I can do things if I have the confidence to do them. How do you think you're doing with those? Uh, I think I'm doing well. I think every now and then I do. I get a little nervous and I get a little tight sometimes and kind of make some mistakes. But I think the more, more and more as the season goes on, I'll kind of get more comfortable and I'll start making these plays natural. What do you make of this team early on? You guys are three and one. You have an opportunity with some home games right now to get into a nice rhythm. Where do you think the team is through four games right now? I think we look good. I think the first, the opening game against Nevada, we looked really good. We just didn't shoot the ball well, but I think we played really well and we played hard enough to beat them. And I think these last two games, we kind of blew these last two teams out. And so I think we're kind of getting rolling and we're finding our shot a little bit more. And I think we're, we're going to be a good team. One of the things that uh, just, you know, from afar, just watching this team, there seems like a really nice vibe amongst the players. There's some younger players. Everybody just seems like it's just kind of a really nice fit for everybody. Yeah, for sure. It is. It's nice to be around. Everyone's always so uplifting. I feel like um, Luke and TJ are captains. Luke is always talking and making sure everyone's happy and everyone's joking in the locker room. It's, it's a great environment. You were the only freshman, well, and, and Colby last year, but everyone kept talking about you being the only freshman. How nice is it to not have to be a freshman anymore? <laughs> yeah, it's nice. I mean, <laughs> it was. I was the only freshman, so that was kind of kind of weird, and I think that's a rare sight. But, I mean, it is, it's nice to get my, my first year under my belt and have my second year coming up. What do you think of the other freshmen? I mean, everybody's getting an opportunity, and Connor Harding has looked really good. We know Gavin super long and what he can do. What do you make of these young players? They're good. They're really good. Connor's came in and contribute almost every single game and he's contributed well and so that's great to see and Gav you know he just gets activity plays he's dunking he's getting tip dunks grabbing rebounds Colby's making the right plays with the time he gets in and I think it's great to see the freshmen come in and contribute. How has this and you mentioned confidence a little bit ago that the coaches were talking to you about that I would imagine that you get a, a certain level of confidence just knowing that you've already been in this system for a year and certainly there's tweaks having your freshman season and going through that how much added confidence did it give you coming into this year it gave me a lot it's I'm so much more comfortable coming into my second year and I think the first year I was always tense and nervous when I first got in and now I'm I'm kind of getting more comfortable and it, it feels a lot more comfortable in the system what are you guys working on in terms of taking on Alabama A&M it's a team that's struggling to score giving up a lot of points what's what's the focus against the uh, Bulldogs I think it's just to stick with what we're doing in practice and be ourselves no matter who we play, no matter what game it is, that we're always doing what we do best and making sure we're pushing transition when we get um, rebounds, when we get stops on defense, and then making sure we're executing in the half court. You looking forward to Thanksgiving? I am. I am looking forward to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving break is always nice to have, too. And you get to eat a lot, and you get to work it off. So it's really like you can eat whatever you want. You don't even have to worry about it because you know practice you're going to work it all off. Exactly. Practicing games, we're working it <laughs> off, so we're eating. We're eating other than that. Ryland, thanks for the time. Good luck uh, on Saturday. Thanks. Appreciate you. Ah, to have the metabolism of somebody in their late teens, early 20s. Appreciate Ryland Bergeson taking a few minutes. After practice yesterday, really looking forward to his uh, his sophomore season, and I would uh, I would certainly imagine uh, that as this season progresses, uh, he'll probably see the floor a little bit more. He, his his ability not only can he handle the ball, he's got some size. Uh, certainly, he he can score. This is this is a guy that uh, is going to play into BYU's future plans 
uh, in a big way over the next couple of seasons. Appreciate Ryland and his time yesterday. This season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer that BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we're going to head to the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live continues next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The BYU Cougars in action at the Marriott Center today, hosting the Bulldogs of Alabama A&M. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. Jason Shepard with you. Joined now by Mark Durant. It is our courtside conversation. And Mark, it's a good day for you because I'm an avid follower of yours on social media. I know you played golf this morning. You get to do basketball this afternoon and then get home and watch BYU football tonight. It's a pretty good day. Oh, man, I tell you, I was the first one on the course, and it was just by myself. And uh, I I like playing with other people. It's more fun. But, man, it's something special about just having the course to yourself, quiet and beautiful, and it was just really kind of spiritual, man. So that put me in the right frame of mind for a great day of Cougar sports and uh, I, like I, I can tell I'm living my best life golf in the morning basketball in the afternoon BYU football at night doesn't get any better it's, it's going to be a great day because I think it's going to be a very successful day for all BYU Cougar parties involved uh, I heard you saying on the broadcast the other night that you said the win over Oral Roberts you thought was BYU's best game overall of the season and by the way I totally agree with you what impressed you the most in that win uh, well, I, I just thought overall, I mean, uh, the only only bad stat you had was your three-point shooting, um, and we've talked about that ad nauseum, but you look at the rebounding, BYU dominated the boards, and that was a pretty big physical Oral Roberts team, and uh, got, got some offensive boards, which I think has been kind of a weakness for them the last year or so, and, and they dominated the boards, so that gave them nine or ten more shots. Uh, and uh, defensively, I thought they were solid. And I, I just, the, the turnovers, the game before, they had a lot of turnovers. And Oral Roberts pressed them the whole night. And I think BYU had, I can't remember, eight turnovers or something like that. But uh, So I, I thought it was just a solid performance. I thought Jasheer played really well. I thought Yoli was obviously very good. I thought Connor Harding had a really nice game. And so, yeah, I mean, it was just more about consistency and con- consistent effort. And uh, overall, I thought it was just a, a well-played game from BYU. You mentioned Yoli Childs. He's now a member of the 1,000-point club. I mean, this guy is a double-double machine. He already seems to be in midseason form. And his perimeter shot is still something that he can add on a consistent basis. That's dangerous for opponents if you still think that if there's an opportunity for him to, you know, add on to his game because he's dangerous as it is. Yeah, he's just so complete. And you talk about the three-point shooting. I, I think he's he's gotten really good at that. Now, he struggled to start the season. But from what I've seen, and uh, he hit a couple the other night, he's actually a really good three-point shooter. And that was really the only weakness I saw. He, he, he's obviously great with his back towards the basket. Can go left-hand, go right-hand, has a fadeaway, can hit a little runner teardrop can hit the 15 footer I mean, there's there's really no scouting report to say okay take this away from him and and it'll be a tough night for him now he's not really shooting the ball all that great but he's been very effective and what I really like about Yoli is the way he just 
clears the space on the rebounds. I mean, a ball goes up, Yoli's going to get it. And he's got that long reach, and it just seems like he's a big vacuum <laughs> going up there. And wherever the ball is, he just kind of sucks it into him. And uh, that's really what's been impressive is, I mean, he's not just getting double-doubles. He's almost getting 20 and 20. Uh, that, that's that's really, really good basketball. And so uh, I, I think as good as he's played, I don't think he's really played that good yet. And uh, when he does, man, really look out because he, he's got every single tool. He's got the athleticism. He's got the fire. And uh, it's just fun to watch him out on the floor. You mentioned Connor Harding a second ago as well, and I have a feeling we're going to be talking about Connor Harding a lot this season and throughout his career on uh, on Cougar Pregame Live. He looks so comfortable four games into his freshman season. And, Mark, I actually keep going back. I remember, and I, I want to say that it was maybe even the first exhibition game of the season, and he was the uh, the player interview with you and Greg, and he was talking about how his his game came back a lot sooner than he expected, and boy has it, because th- this guy, as a freshman, is really playing comfortable, and, and he's only going to get better. Well, there's kind of two games. One is physically coming off the mission that's hard, and I, I don't know that Connor is exactly where he wants to be. I mean, he got home late as well, which made it even tougher. But I think mentally he's a superior player than most that you see. And uh, just coming, obviously, off the mission's hard, and then never having played college basketball, not having played for two or three years, that's a significant mental hurdle. And I know that was the hardest thing for me coming back was to get my mental game back. And I, I think Connor... That's what sets him apart from most. I think he's extremely mentally tough and has a real mental desire to win. I know everybody wants to win, but, you know, when I was growing up playing uh, gym, you know, rap ball with the guys, there were a couple guys that I knew I wanted to be on their team because I knew if I was on their team, we were going to be playing all day and never sitting because they were just guys that were going to win. And I think Connor's kind of that kind of guy and uh, is not shaken. I mean, the, just the first game at Nevada, I was he was playing late in that game when it was a close game on the road against Nevada, top 10 team. And he looked like the most poised guy out there. And, and that's really, really impressive. Just a, a real knowledge of the game, has a, su- a superior mental fortitude, I guess you would say. And then he's got the skills to back it up. A really, I mean, we talk about how he looks like Jimmy Chitwood, but he's got that Indiana. I mean, if you're going to go get a video about how to shoot, you, you, you pick Connor because he gets that that gunslinger shot, elbow under, side of the head, follow through. I mean, it's textbook. So he's got a great shot, and then he's a, he's a really good defender. I, I mean, I, I'm so surprised that because uh, that's that's a big hurdle to cross too in the college levels, learning how to defend at this level. But yep. he he can guard his guy one on one. He's got good size, really good rebounder. You watch him when he gets a rebound defensively, man, he is gone. Before his feet hit the ground, he's almost at half court, and uh, that really puts a lot of pressure on the defense. And you see BYU's been so good on the fast break. That's part of it because guys like Connor. They're getting it, and they're going and making things happen. So, yeah, I mean, I couldn't be more happy for, for what I've seen from Connor Harding. He's going to be a, a really good player for many years. Mark Duran joining me from the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation. We do it each and every game here on Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. 
Mark, Alabama A&M comes in. They're 0-3, and all you need to do is look at the fact that they score 59 a game and they give up 85. BYU is looking to go 3-0 on this three-game week. What do you make of this matchup today? Hard to say. I don't know much about Alabama. They lost to Rice on the road, I think, by 15 the other night. And uh, just my just my eye test watching them warm up. They, they don't seem as big as, uh, as Oral Roberts or even Northwestern State. Uh, they actually had some really impressive uh, big guys. And so I think it's probably going to be a little easier night for Yoli Childs and even Dalton Nixon. Dalton has some trouble getting his shot up against uh, those guys the other night from Oral Roberts. So uh, that's that's really going to make it hard for them when I, I don't know that they're going to be able to even be in the ballpark with BYU in the paint. So they're going to have to shoot the three to stay in this game. And I, I don't think they're particularly adept at shooting the three. So I guess what I'd say is uh, this is probably the, the, the weakest of the three. But, uh, again, it's just about this little stretch is just about getting guys comfortable, getting some confidence. What I'd like to see most of all is, is see BYU get a little more confidence from the three. They, they, they've got to be in the high 30s to, to, to have a hope of being a really good basketball team. So hopefully this is a team where they can build some confidence for some future games because even though they beat Oral Roberts shooting 25%, you're just not going to beat good teams shooting that number. It just has to change. Speaking of confidence, I'm really curious with the eye test in terms of a confident in terms of confidence level. When you look at this team, how how confident do, you, do you, does this team look as a group in terms of confidence running the system, confidence in knowing where guys are going to be? What's the eye test tell you on how this group is gelling early in the season? Well, let me start on the defensive side because I think that's overlooked a lot. I, I think this team is very confident defensively. You've got good on-ball defenders in Jasheer Hardnett. I mentioned Connor Harding. I think Zach Selyus is an underrated defender. You've got a great shot blocker with Yoli, and then you bring in, of course, Dalton plays super hard, very aggressive, and then you got Gavin Baxter, who's another shot blocker. And they seem to be really gelling and confident in each other and what they're doing defensively. It's been it's been impressive so far with on the defensive end. So that's a big part of it. I mean, that'll keep you in a lot of games. And then on the offensive end, I sometimes I think they're a little bit stagnant, uh, and uh, maybe Yoli forces it a little bit too much. Um, but overall, I mean, I think it's fine. I, I think the real key again is three-point shooting. Yeah. When you when you're making that shot guys feel better and the defense has to really come out on you and it, it, everything just flows better i mean it's like uh i don't know what the analogy with football but if you're not throwing it kind of downfield you know 15 or 20 yards and you're just dinking and dunking it, it's it just doesn't quite feel feel right and uh i guess i'm not going to get mark Lyons' job with that kind of <laughs> analysis but um but but that three-pointer, that gives you a shot in the arm. And that just kind of, everybody's like, oh, yeah, we're going now. This is happening now. And they're moving and they're passing the ball around. So uh, I think that's probably the biggest reason why I'm kind of feeling, I, I don't feel confident when they shoot it from three. They don't look particularly confident, uh, except for a couple times. That second half at, at UBU, I thought they, they looked really good. But, uh, you know, if one guy can just kind of get it going, I think it's going to really help the other guys with their confidence and that will help the offense in general. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present keys to the game. Mark, what are your keys tonight? And, and maybe uh, maybe three-point shooting has something to do with it? Yeah, and particularly, I'd like to see Zach have a nice night. He's, you know, around 36 37%, but I think he's a, an important three-point shooter. Of course, TJ, and, and guys like McKay Cannon, and uh, guys coming off the bench, uh, I'd like to 
you know, McKay, I, I like his game, but, man, if he's not going to make threes, he can't be on the floor. And he's just too good a shooter not to be making them. So I'd just like to see – it's not really a key to the game, but a key to my peace of mind to see BYU shoot a better number from three. All right, Mark, great stuff as always. Uh, I'm actually looking – at the Marriott Center as we speak from the broadcast booth at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So I'm waving to you. Can yeah, you see I me? See, I, I, uh, I have x-ray vision. I see you. <laughs> I'm waving right back to you. Hopefully you can see me. Great stuff, Mark. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Jason. There we go. Mark Duran, our courtside conversation from the Marriott Center. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores. Hey, how about this? Tell me if you've heard this one. Number one, BYU wins volleyball. They sweep an opponent. Yeah, I'll tell you who. Plus, heartbreak and then elation for the Utah State Aggies. On the road at Colorado State. You won't believe it. I'll tell you about it next. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Getting ready for the BYU Cougars and the Alabama A&M Bulldogs. Welcome back in to Cougar Pregame Live. We'll send you back over to the Marriott Center coming up in just a second. Let's update you on some other scores. We will start with other games involving other BYU teams. At the Marriott Center, uh, a little bit earlier, it was BYU women's basketball hosting Eastern Washington. The Cougars looking to bounce back from the loss the other day to number 23, Cal. And they did a nice job today. 15-point victory over Eastern Washington. BYU wins 80-65. to You had Brenna Chase leading all or leading BYU with 17 points. Shaylee Gonzalez with 16. Shalay Salmon with 14. Paisley Johnson with 10. Nice win for BYU. And number one, BYU women's volleyball. This team just keeps rolling. I sound like a broken record. That's all they do is win. And most times they sweep, which is what they did today, taking on Pacific. BYU winning 3 nothing, 25-17 in set number one, 25-19 in set number two, and 25-17 in set number three. All right. I mentioned that uh, there's a very interesting finish to the Utah State game. They were on the road uh, at Colorado State. And with about a minute 45, it was Colorado State taking a one-point lead. Utah State then, in about 30 seconds' time, scored a touchdown to take the lead. You thought, okay, Utah State's won. A Hail Mary by Colorado State as time expired was caught by Colorado State. Hail Mary touchdown. Everybody was pumped. Not so fast. The guy that caught the pass stepped out of bounds, was the first person to touch it. Penalty. Touchdown was taken back. Aggies win. Unbelievable. Utah State winning 29-24 on the road at Colorado State. That's going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Radio. Talk about good. Deseret First just made me part of the 1%. Oh, not the wealthiest 1%, but I just got 1% cash back on my car loan from Deseret First. Lower payment, cash back, less than five minutes, and now I'm part of their 1%. Apply in person at dfcu.com or by phone, 801-456-7590. You can even get 1% cash back when you bring over your current auto loan. Deseret First, that's right. Membership and eligibility required. Terms and conditions apply. Limited time offer. Not valid on existing DFCU auto loans. 1% cash back based on loan amount. I'm a professional mom, and I mean business. Do you think that Timmy got that Eagle Scout award all by himself? I don't mess around when it comes to family events either. Pro tip. 
BYU food to go. They've got everything from pulled pork sandwiches to elegant desserts. Whether it's a wedding reception or a hungry ward, they've got you covered. Simply order, pick up, and serve. BYU Food to Go will help you make an amazing event that everyone will enjoy. Check out BYU Food to Go. Buying a home can be a stressful process, but it doesn't have to be. And I should know, I'm a UCCU home buying expert. Think of me as your personal home buying advocate, a mortgage loan professional dedicated to your home buying experience from start to finish. And with UCCU's low rates, you may qualify for more house for the same payment that you could with other local lenders. So if you're thinking about buying or refinancing a home, talk to UCCU. It's what we do. Equal housing lender, NMLS 407-653, federally insured by NCUA. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio. I'm not a, a good outliner. I don't necessarily plan, okay, and then this is going to happen, this is going to happen. It's kind of a spontaneous thing, and in some ways I think that helps my writing be a little bit more real because I just kind of exist in that world when I write. Life is chaotic that way. We don't we don't experience in this really linear outlined beginning, middle, end kind right. of thing. Get insight about children's literacy from authors, experts, and educators on Worlds Awaiting here on BYU Radio. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the Brigham Young University campus here in Provo, Utah. For the third of three games in five days for the Cougs, who today seek to extend their win streak to four games and their non-conference home win streak to nine as they welcome in the struggling Bulldogs of Alabama a and I'm Greg Grubel. I'll have your play-by-play call on this busy day. For BYU Sports, my commentary colleague, former Cougar hoopster Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, uh, while today's game uh, may do more harm than good to BYU's overall resume, that doesn't mean the Cougs can't come out and play well. Uh, with the kinds of numbers AM is allowing this season, I'll be surprised if we don't see BYU's most efficient and productive performance of this young season. And this after a game two nights ago in which BYU shot 41% from the field, 25% from the arc. So there's room for improvement there, and BYU should show it here today. Yeah, I think this should be a good day for BYU sports in general as far as getting those numbers up. What I'd like to see, Greg, is as good as Yoli's been playing, and, and believe me, I mean, the, the rebounding he's been putting up and the scoring, I mean, that's, that's really, really, really good. But he's got a lot of room for improvement. He's not shooting a good percentage, and he's got to be a guy – you know, as much as he's in the paint, he's got to be up around 50, 55% uh, scoring that basketball. And if he can do that, I mean, we're talking 30 and 15 every night. Uh, and, again, he's playing just fine, but I'd like to see a little bit more consistency from him, and he should be able to do it against a smaller Alabama A&M team. And then it's about the three-point shooting. We talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. Well, one way you get better is to, is to play in games and, and see that ball go in, and maybe it's a team that's not going to be – like a Nevada who's going to be able to recover and get on your three-point shot, you're hurrying yourself. So there should be good looks at the basket tonight, and guys need to see it go in. And, and that confidence, if you, you can just get a little more confident. I think that's really the missing piece from the three-point line, and uh, that's really going to help this team improve. So not, not a big game tonight, but a chance to really get better. All right, coming up next, the pregame thoughts of BYU Head Hoops coach Dave Rose as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. And we are in the Marriott Center for BYU and Alabama A&M in the first game of our basketball-football doubleheader on the network today. We've got Cougar football pregame coverage coming up right after Hoops postgame as we get you set for BYU and New Mexico State on the gridiron later tonight. Today, though, this afternoon, it's BYU basketball. Cougars home to Alabama A&M. And in my pregame interview with Dave Rose, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. Coach Rose talks about ending a busy week with what he hopes is a well-rounded performance with some still gas in the tank. Well, I told our guys today at shoot-around that this is, uh, um, in order to make this week what we want it to be, I mean, this is, you know, a really, really big game for us as far as unfinished business because we approached the week, played on played last Friday, and then we, you know, we got in on, on our Saturday morning and prepared for what this week was going to be. So, um, you know, th- this is a team that's, uh, you know, played a lot of games on the road and, you uh, you know, hasn't fared very well, but uh, they're really, really competitive guys and just the kind of team that scares us because they're long, they're athletic, they can really rebound, not great shooters, but uh, we're going to have to do our our job to make sure that uh, um, we're patient, we run our stuff, and defensively that we're, you know, assignment sound doing what we have to do. After Houston really got after them, a pretty decent response in their next game at Rice. Yeah, and, and I, I you know, I, they, they've got – I mean, when when you watch them on tape, and, and you know you haven't, you know, seen them live, but you you just watch these guys, and they're all, you know, like I said, long and athletic, and they look like, you know, they would all be a pretty good fit. They're just having a hard time, you know, getting together, and just hopefully tonight that's <laughs> not tonight because if if you look at their scoring, you know, and each individual guy and what they do, um, they've all had pretty good games at some collegiate level, and so. Um, you know, every night's a different challenge. Sometimes it's the system that the teams are running, and then you got to, you know, really defend against this. This is the individual guys that are talented, and we're going to have to know uh, the scouting report on each individual guy and then how to guard them. They're not scoring a lot. They're in the high 50s. Meantime, your team, Dave, has scored more points every game out, one through four. Yeah, we are moving up. And I, I, I like not only just the, the, the results, but I, I like how we're playing. And uh, I think of all the things that uh, – you know, we're, we're trying to do out there. We're seeing so many good things. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think we're shooting the ball from three as well as we can. And, and um, you know, hopefully with it, that we can break out and get to the, the place where I think we can be. And if we get there then uh, and keep playing the way we are, I, I think we've got a pretty good chance to keep continue to get better. Yeah, what do you like most about the, uh, about the things you are doing best right now? I like the way we share the ball. I, I like the way that we're pushing the ball up, especially on misses. We put a lot of pressure on guys. Uh, our guards, uh, Jasheer and TJ, last game probably played as well together as any game we've had all year as far as getting in the paint and you know getting the ball uh, to the places that we needed it to. Jasheer made great decisions as far as when to take it to the rim and score. Um, I, I like that combination of those two. Um, you know, playing together, but then, you know, TJ comes in and he's the backup point guard uh, when Shear kind of gets a rest. And so TJ's playing a lot of minutes, but I, I just like the feel of those two guys running our club. TJ playing a lot and playing really well. I mean, some nights he'll shoot it better than others, but from an overall, around uh, all-around standpoint, he's playing really well. Well, you can just tell how he's so much more comfortable. I think the game has really slowed down for him. And, you know, he's uh, he's kind of picking his spots. Uh, you know, got to the free throw line the other night and made them all, which, yeah. you know, is kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the rhythm that he's been in his whole life. And he was kind of, 
interesting to, to see him miss a few but uh, early in the season. But I, I think that all those things are starting to just kind of come together for him. I, I think that, you know, we're still trying to figure out how to use Yoli as far as the inside-outside combination. I think that, uh, you know, we really like him down there, you know, on the block, scoring the ball. But uh, I think that the, the more we can play him on the perimeter, the, the more difficult it is for other people to scout him and then to – try to figure out ways that they're going to play him. Uh, and, you know, Yo's a huge part of our team. So that's – and he's playing really, really well. He's uh, he's scoring the ball. He's rebounding the ball. I think that he's – you know, the, 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 some of the backdoor passes he's throwing, he just really can, continues to develop his game. You start the same way tonight? Um, yes, we will start the same way. And I'm really pleased with Dalt. You know, I, I think that uh, um, Luke's game is more of a – you know, physical down by the rim, post up. And we were playing a lot of high low last year, and this year we're trying to spread that floor a little bit more. And I think Dalt's ability on the perimeter uh, helps us. But uh, you could see the other night when we really needed just a, uh, a low post presence defensively, and we didn't want to double, we didn't want to help. Luke came in there and gave us some great minutes. So hopefully we can keep a good feel with uh, our rotation. In the meantime, my Baxter a little banged up. Yeah, Gav took a hit, and so he'll be out today, and uh, hopefully we'll get him back in practice on Monday. And you know, it's funny. This has been a you know a pretty uh, you know uh, just involved week as far as your preparation and then a game, preparation and then a game. And uh, next week we have two games in the middle of a holiday, so there's a challenge every time we 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 we, uh, step out here. But I'm looking forward to to this game today, and hopefully our guys are ready for it. Good luck with tonight's challenge, Coach. Uh, thanks very much, and we'll talk with your assistant, Coach Tim Lacombe, after the game. All right. Thanks a lot, Greg. That's Dave Rose in tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years' ex- experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. The Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are inside the Marriott Center for Cougar Hoops, BYU and Alabama A&M in this late afternoon matinee. BYU 3-1 on the year after three consecutive wins. Bulldogs 0-3 with all three games coming on the road. A&M has won a grand total of five games since the end of the 2015-16 season. That's two wins two seasons ago, three wins last year, none yet so far this season. They ended last year last in the Pomeroy ratings, they are third to last in Ken Palm currently. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you for today's call. Our statistician is intern Aaron Fitzner. Our studio host is Jason Shepard. Our control board operator, Nathan Israelson. Coordinating producer, Terry South. Good to have you tuning in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We are on BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio 89.1 FM HD2, and KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Network affiliates in Utah and Idaho and streaming on BYURadio.org and BYUCougars.com. Plus the BYU Radio and BYU Cougars apps. You can get archives at BYURadio.org and on the BYU Radio app. 
and commercial free breaks, uh, break free on the new BYU Men's Basketball Podcast as well. Well, Mark, uh, Thursday night's home win over Oral Roberts, so it wasn't the best shooting outing we're going to see from BYU this year, but there was a lot to like. Uh, great rebounding work, excellent press break and transition, very few turnovers, free throw numbers keep climbing, Yoli Childs dominant, TJ Haas well-rounded, Joshir Hardnett excellent, and Carter Harding keeps on progressing. He gets better every game. He really does. He's fun to watch, and it the, I mean, when I look at Connor, it's like he's he's anxiously engaged in a good <laughs> good things. And uh, you watch him on the floor; he's he's locked in. Whether it's defensively, he is he's down, and he's got the three-point stance, and he's finding guys and moving his feet. And then he gets that rebound, Greg, and man, he and he goes up strong, and then he's gone. He just he's great in transition, fills the lanes really well. And he's had a, n- a couple nice fast break where he's just filling that lane and. And then, uh, you know, he's just kind of doing everything. I'm just so pleased with how he's playing. And I, I love Jasheer. I think Jasheer brings a unique ability to, to, to beat people off the dribble and get in the paint, which creates some trouble. And so, yeah, it's fun to watch these guys. They, they, they both played really well the other night. All right, Alabama A&M head coach Dylan Howard, his comments coming up next as we continue from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, so BYU and Alabama A&M tipping just after the top of the hour in a first-ever meeting between these two teams, a fourth game of a six-game BYU homestand. Uh, once the six-game stand ends on Thanksgiving weekend, BYU will play only six home games total over the rest of November, all of December, and January. The Bulldogs of A&M know all about schedule quirks. Their annual schedule is always road-heavy and usually punitive. Uh, last year, Alabama A&M losing every non-conference game it played with all but two of those games coming away from home. After last year's 3-28 and campaign, the head coach left for an assistance job following only one year in Huntsville. The new interim head coach is Dylan Howard and I spoke with coach Howard a few moments ago about his team's tough itinerary. It's definitely that way especially for a lot of the SWAC schools. You know we have to go out and hit the road, got to raise a little extra money but it toughens us up and gets us ready for uh, conference play. Uh, Last game against Rice, impressions? Well we were there, we were right there. You know you look at our turnovers and a lot of missed shots uh, those are some of the things that we're looking to correct tonight. But our guys, they're playing hard. They're, they're coming together. And it's a lot of new faces this year. So we still got a, got a little bit more time to jail. Who will be among newcomers you're leaning on most tonight? Well, we're, we're hoping for a huge game from Jerron Sism. Uh, Brandon Miller, our starting point guard, uh, he's our floor general. He's got to get us going in our offense. And then Walter Jones is another transfer. You know, with Walter and Jerron, they both sat out last year, and Brandon Miller. So we got three guys that are starting that didn't play last year. So they, they get, it takes a little time for them to get going. How are things going with you, uh, first year as the head man? Well, er- everything's going good. You know, I-, I love being in charge. You know, it's my – I've been a head coach before, but at the D- Division three level, so obviously the Division one level is a lot higher. But, you know, being play, played at UAB, playing at the Division level, coached at the Division one level as an associate head coach uh, – just been great. BYU, what do you know about the Cougars and uh, what have you seen from them as you've watched them on video? Well, I know Coach Rose has put together a great program year in and year out. You know, every year I look for them to be in the NCAA tournament. I mean, the last five years, I know it's 20 plus wins, uh, just runs an outstanding program. We know uh, Haas and Childs, we got to contain those two. They're, they're the two horses. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they can go inside, they can go outside. So we know we're up for the challenge. 
Okay. Uh, this four-game multi-team event, uh, why is it a good thing for your school right now? Well, it's, it's always a good thing because we're, we're seeing multiple defenses and we're, we're seeing different characteristics that we're going to see also in the SWAC. Some teams are playing faster. Some teams will play a little bit of zone. Some teams will be more inside. Some teams will be shooting more three-pointers. So we're seeing a little bit of everything. So that just prepares us for conference. Do you want to play an up-and-down game with BYU today? No, we're going to be very cautious with that. <laughs> they, they've just got too many horses. We, we told our guys, though, don't pass up any open looks. When we got an open look, we got to take it. The main thing with us, though, we got to take care of the ball. And that, that's been our problem so far this year. Okay. Uh, what's going to be the key in maybe tightening things down a little bit to get those opposing shooting numbers down from where they are right now? Well, you know, one of the things we got to look at, our rotation's got to get better as far as uh, in our defense. Uh, and that's man and zone. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes we get lost a couple times in transition because it's still new to them. I'm putting in a new, uh, new defensive philosophy, so it's taking them, a, uh, taking them a little bit of time to get adjusted to that. I know you like a 2-3, but you're not totally wed to it. You'll adjust. Oh, no, no, no. We, I mean, one thing about uh, when we played Rice, we did switch it up a little yeah. bit, and, and our man actually got us back in the game against Rice. So, I mean, we're going to look at both. How frequently have you been to this neck of the woods, Utah? Well, uh, the last time we played BYU was not good. I was at Mississippi Valley State as the associate head, and it didn't go well. So I think that's when they had Jimmy Fredette. <laughs> so he can shoot it. <laughs> and where are you headed after this again? We got Northwestern State on the road. Then we go to Fordham on the road. Then finally we come back home. We play uh, UAB at home on November 29th. Well, then enjoy the holiday break, safe travels, and good luck today. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, that is Alabama A&M head coach Dylan Howard. Time once again for our You Be the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. We've got some BYU basketball trivia for you today. Yoli Childs has opened the season with four consecutive double-doubles. It's the longest such streak of his BYU career. Who holds the BYU record for most consecutive double-doubles and with how many? The answer coming up next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU and the Alabama A&M meeting for the first time with a tip-off set for 4.05. BYU will be off after today for a few days. Rice will be at the Marriott Center next Wednesday night with Houston in here one week from today to conclude BYU's current six-game homestand. Time now for the answer in today's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mind. We went with some BYU basketball trivia today. Yoli Childs has opened the season with four consecutive double-doubles. It's the longest such streak of his BYU career. Who, though, holds the BYU record for most consecutive double-doubles and bonus points for how many? Tough one, tough one. I'm going to go with your all-time leader, Kresimir, and I'm going to say 12. It is Kresimir Chosich. And and Brent Applegate, they're tied. Oh, I love Brent Applegate. Terri terrific rebounder. So, Kresmer Chosich, Brent Applegate, each with 10. 10 in a row. Nice. So, nice. something for Yoli to shoot for right there. All right, that's You Be the Judge, brought to you by Legally Mind. Time for a final break. Our closing segment of the Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. 
right, uh, Springville Junior High School and uh, today's national anthem. Good to have you with us. It's uh, BYU and Alabama A&M coming up here at the Marriott Center. Greg Grubel and uh, Mark Durant with you. Our statistician today is uh, intern Aaron Fitzner. So uh, Yoli Childs the other night, great night against uh, Oral Roberts at 24 and 14, including Mark, his first two three-point makes of the season. We know he can make that shot. He's done it before, did it memorably last year in the WCC tournament. A lot of shots made in the summer as he kind of lengthens his game that way and uh, made two of four against uh, the Golden Eagles on Thursday. It's a really good sign because uh, when he can hit that shot, that really creates a lot of pressure on defenses as he... You know, he's going to bring that five guy out. They really have to get on him, and that lets guys cut to the basket, and it really opens things up. So really good sign, and I know he can shoot that. He worked hard on it and, and looked really good the other night. T.J. Haas, we should know, career high in rebounds on Thursday, or rather on, yeah, Thursday night. Eight rebounds for T.J., part of an 8.8 rebound, six assist night. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I like a lot of the things uh, T.J. is doing. I mean, he's, he's I think, doing some great uh, – taking care of the basketball, getting other people involved. I would just like to see him be a little bit more consistent scoring. If he can do that, man, he's he's right on track. All right, tip-off of BYU and Alabama A&M. Coming up next, this has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skit, BYU Sports Network.